Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Untrained Eye. It's about what's happening. <laughs> That's right. You said it wrong. Did I? I mean, you should be like, welcome to The Untrained Eye, a podcast about what's happening. All right, take two. Hey, welcome to The Untrained Eye. It's a podcast about what's happening. <laughs> the television program from 1970 Who's It's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mama, uh, <laughs> how's everyone doing this fine day? Who cares? It's all about me and DJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you started to answer, stop yourself. If you went to... We the, can't hear you. <laughs> if you went to the internet, you were wrong. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. So, uh, as a member of the Civilized Creatures Podcast Entertainment Network, other words... Uh, we are featuring a podcast this week, and to the best of my knowledge, that podcast is What's, what's in Your Hometown. Your hometown. <laughs> it's about what's happening. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, the show is called What's in Your Hometown, starring Julia and Sam. Yes. Correct. Got it in one. <laughs> yep. No retakes here, everybody. True crime podcast, but I will say their last episode was about video game monsters, specifically from The Witcher 3, maybe The Witcher as a whole, but I'm pretty sure it was just The Witcher 3, the game, and it's a game that I've been wanting to play for so long, but I've been trying to find a reason to, and I think once we get done with Luigi's Mansion, might be getting into The Witcher 3. Mario. Mario. <laughs> uh, yeah, but otherwise, uh, if you like true crime, check out Julia and Sam. What's in your hometown? They say everybody. Julia and Sam. I think that's what you said. I said it so fast. It that's what like the people I said heard. Julie, but <laughs> it's Julia. Julie Sam. Uh, and yeah, find us. Look in the show notes. I'll have uh, everything for everything you need there. You want to find the other civilized creatures? They're there. You want to find our recommendations from later? They're there. Do you want to see how to how to interact with us on Twitter? Oh, that'll be there. Oh, that'll be there. But Beth? What? Hey, Todd, when you listen to this episode, know that I'm declining your video chat message. Decline. <laughs> Decline. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I wanted to play a few games with you today. Oh, we're... Starting with... Uh, I like games. A lot of games. Do you remember Michael Avenatti? Does that name sound familiar to you? No. Well, he was the lawyer who represented Stormy Daniels. Okay. Back in the day uh, against President Trump. Well, that man was just convicted for trying to extort Nike. Yikes. <laughs> How so? It says, Wait, uh, is this a game? No, the game <laughs> is to come. Attorney Michael Avenatti has been found guilty on all counts of extorting Nike over its elite youth basketball division. Sentencing is in June, or sentencing in June. Avenatti has two additional federal trials between now and then. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's funny that this guy that's <laughs> like everything surrounding Trump is a joke or circus or both simultaneously. It just can't not be that. There can't be just one normal interaction that happens ever. Yeah. Like, I saw something saying that he's trying to get um, that rape case dismissed. Trump is? Mm-hmm. 
You're like that lady accused him of uh I don't know what her name is. For this the purposes of this, her name will be that lady. Um <laughs> accused him of raping her in a uh dressing room and a store. I did feel like I heard about this and unfortunately there's been enough allegations that don't know either. Don't know the lady's name either, but I heard that she came, someone came forward. I wonder if it's the same one that has the address that she was wanting to get the DNA tested on. Who is to know, Beth? I don't know. There's so many allegations. Can't keep up with them all. Yeah. Uh, speaking of allegations, we're going to play a little game called, uh, allegations called allegations. <laughs> I like it. And allegedly Beth, who do you think wrote this tweet that I'm about to say to you? Uh, do you think it's a scientist, specifically a biologist, or our president, President Donald Jefferson Trump? I don't know his middle name. Is that John? I don't care. It's one... <laughs> oh, that wasn't part of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No points. Uh, it's one thing to deplore eugenics on ideo ideological, political, moral grounds. It's quite another to conclude that it would work in practice. Of course it would. It works for cows, horses, pigs, dogs, and roses. Why on earth would it work? Why on earth wouldn't it work for humans? Facts ignore ideology. Scientist. It was a scientist, and his <laughs> name was, I guess, a biologist. Would you call his a biologist name was a scientist? John Science. <laughs> his name was John Science. He looks like Trump for some reason. Donald John Science. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Richard Dawkins, <laughs> famous. Uh, what would you call him famous for? I feel like I've known his name forever. Is he the... Uh... Does he work at the shipyard? Yeah, he actually does. How'd you know that? Because his last name is Dawkins. Oh, is that some <laughs> kind of famous... Famous? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, did I just across, across. everybody? <laughs> come over here with us, across. <laughs> I just accossed us all. Famous. Mm. So oh, sorry. Person? An evolutionary biologist. I feel like he just always is a uh, what is it called? You know those guys that make everybody mad. Or by everybody, I mean Christians mad. Oh. A uh, like a guy that's just as like no, no God, never. Bible, yeah. dumb, skindling, big bang, <laughs> big bang only. That guy made a case was basically making the case for eugenics being like a uh, a working practice like it would work. I'm not saying it's good, but I'm just saying it would work and got hey, roasted. What exactly <laughs> is eugenics? Eugenics is you know what? I will I know what I I don't know if I understood the tweet because I don't know what that means. My understanding what do you want me to read the definition? Yes, absolutely. The science of improving a human population by controlled breeding to increase the occurrence of desirable, heritable characteristics. Now, I think people's problem with that is they were like, it, it didn't come across at first, but eventually the comments were, okay, who gets to, to decide what is desirable? Mr. Dawkins. <laughs> I'm going to guess rich white men. <laughs> At the very least, rich men, likely rich white dudes. <laughs> Most likely. Most likely. I'm going to go ahead and say not a fan of eugenics. <laughs> yeah, that famously has not been carried out by people with uh, the best interest of others in mind. <laughs> yeah, if I want to have a three-eyed womp rat baby, I should be allowed to. <laughs> a womp rat baby. <laughs> I don't know. We live on Tatooine. Yes. 
Exactly. <laughs> I should have my right. If I want to interbreed with a womp rat, I don't care how many you bullseye. I want them. I no, want them to you, love. No, you can't be breathing with <laughs> breeding with womp rats. <laughs> <laughs> I have a different idea of how I want to bullseye a womp rat. Get it? Wink. In their butts. Uh. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> is that the uh, weak point in the dust Yeah. <laughs> the <when> they, <laughs> <laughs> he hit me right in the bullseye. <laughs> we had a small window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of opportunity? Well, kind of. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Oh, man. So if any of you are following us on Twitter... Uh, and you've specifically been following on Sunday, you know that I have stepped in a minefield, the likes of which I have not stepped in in many moons. Like, I usually stay... <laughs> and then he decided to dance around in it. And then <laughs> like, I was oh, like, oh, this is a minefield? I'm going to stay right here. <laughs> I turned on the first Michael Jackson song I could find, and I was like... <laughs> and I was moonwalking all over the place, stepping on every mine along the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, this comedian, Dan Telfer, like, he tweeted out something about, like, his opinion on open mic comics. And the fact that he didn't like that a lot of them were um, using uh, transphobia as a way to joke about things. Um, eh, go ahead. Well, I don't know, because I know that you've been having a go, uh, like a back and forth between this person. Is it that comedian you're tweeting with or no. just someone who is weighing in on what they thought? Let me tell you what they said and then we can get into it. Okay. Uh, so I was just scrolling Twitter like a human man does. Mm -hmm. Uh, and this dude, Dan Telfer says, I'm so effing sick of transphobic jokes at stand up open mics. It is absolutely everywhere, and comedians who pretend it's not are in denial. There's nothing awkward or yucky to joke about here, sis folks. Take a look, take a hard look at your BS shock jokes for effing serious. And by the way, when he says cis folks, it's CIS, which I know this to mean cisgendered, and if you ask me what cisgendered means, I could not further explain to you what that means. But I imagine it's the opposite of a transgender person. You want the definition. Absolutely. All right. Denoting or relating to a person whose sense of personal identity and gender correspond with their birth sex. So that's what their identity is, what their genitals are. Okay. So all I wrote initially... <laughs> I'll just tell you what I, the two things that I put, and then just know there was a firestorm afterwards. I just put, so who decides what's funny? The comic, the audience, a mixture of both. Uh, and then I retweeted that dude saying something along the lines of, where did I find it? I was like, I guess as an open mic, as an open mic comic, you're supposed to start as a fully formed veteran of comedy. Is there no room for growth and learning? What's the purpose of an open mic? And those were the two wrong things to say because I got lit on fire. Uh, <laughs> well, because like it seems like you're not looking at what they're trying to defend, I guess, their transphobia um, and more so like defending the art of comedy, like being free. Yeah. Like being able to access an open mic and say whatever you want. 
But, like, I wonder what kind of jokes, like, now thinking of it, like, I know you've gone through this whole thing, but yeah, now no. thinking of it, I wonder what kind of transphobic jokes they're telling. I'm sure they're horrible. I'm sure they're terrible because, like, one of the one of the benefits, I feel like, of podcasting and specifically of podcasts like uh, Kill Tony, which I've spoken of a couple times on this show, is you get to hear people. It's an open mic that is a podcast, and you get to hear these people get to go up and do one minute of comedy and then have a exit interview that can last anywhere from like two to 15 minutes, depending on how entertaining they are. And, uh, a lot of, a lot of people are just bad. Some people are really funny. And sometimes still, even though that show has been going on for hundreds of episodes, people will go up there and say horrible things and think that they're being funny. Well, yeah, sometimes they think like shock factor is funny. And, and, I'm and sometimes not, it is. And sometimes it is. But like my whole point with what I was, what I apparently woefully failed at getting across on Twitter was like the, you can go up and say whatever you want. The audience is going to tell you. No. Right. Because I've heard it happen. Like, granted, it's been only in the the instance of Kill Tony, but I've heard people go up and say hateful things and the audience turn immediately because <laughs> they can tell the difference between someone being a hateful prick and someone actually trying to be funny or someone actually being funny. Right. Like, I, to me, it feels like people don't get enough benefit of the doubt to be smart enough to understand when... To understand someone's intention. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like we're at a disadvantage not, like, knowing what the source material is. Because, like, if it really is, like, preaching some kind of hatred or, like, fear of people who are trans, uh, then, I mean, I don't I don't know. Again, like, we would have to hear what they're actually saying to wonder if it is, or not wonder, to know if it is, like, harmful or if it's just like making light of a situation that people normally wouldn't be talking about. Well, the other thing that I'll never be able to convey on this show or especially on Twitter, especially on Twitter, is that there is no way, and I completely acknowledge, there is no way for me to understand the plight of a trans person, of a gay person, of anyone that is having to deal with something that I not only never have to deal with ever, but it's not something that is like in my life prevalently. You know what I mean? Like right. it's not it's not even something that I have to discuss with someone I know because I don't really know any trans people. I don't really know a bunch of gay people, but like I don't I'm not it's not because I'm like get those folks away from me as soon as possible. I hate them. Yeah, you, they scare me and I don't like them. Uh, and maybe they are around. Maybe yeah. I'm just too sheltered to see those people or acknowledge them. I don't know. But, like... I mean, I don't think so. Like, I know one person, and, like, like I knew them before and afterwards. So, I don't know. They're still a person. I still <laughs> like them a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't... Like, that doesn't really matter to me. It's just... Like, good. Yeah, I mean, they're still a person with thoughts and feelings and... Like, that's how they choose to live their life because that's how they feel the most comfortable. I, here's the thing. Like, I can understand both sides of the coin. Is like, I if this is something that you are steeped in at all times and it's something that you're dealing with on a regular basis, 
Like I can understand someone like me coming in and just saying something that you find uh, inflammatory or extra, extra ignorant uh, to be offensive or to be, you know, something that you've, you've heard so much that you're just tired of hearing it. But one of the things that I found uh, like disingenuous about the whole exchange that I had with a gang of folks is like, I'm getting quote tweeted, but then it's like one of the quote tweets ended with like, this, on its face, this seems like a reasonable argument, but it's not. And, like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it any plainer. Like, I am, I'm trying to make a reasonable argument. You can see on its face that it's reasonable, but you've decided that I have some kind of crazy ulterior motive or I've, you're, there are some lines to read between where I am trying to get at you or where I am trying to normalize some kind of phobia, some kind of ism with what I'm saying rather than just be like, I'm just trying to talk to you. Like yeah. I didn't, t I didn't tweet this at you. I just put it out. PS, none of these people follow us. None right. of them. So and the, <laughs> they're just giving us bad PR. <laughs> they're get, I mean, to me, like, I, I, oh, maybe, look at these transphobic podcasters. Look I, at this tweet. And you know what? If I had someone who at the very least followed us and had heard, uh, at least an episode of ours was like, hey, man, what you're saying coupled with what you're putting online is really bad and you should probably talk about it like that. I would be willing to have a discussion on. But if you're someone who doesn't follow us, doesn't listen to us, this is your only interaction with us. And suddenly you have like you've done the thing that you right. don't want done. You've seen one interaction and decided that this is who labeled this is. Yeah, we're labeled as this. Okay, well, then is that the way we should be doing it or no? Or is that just the way you want to be doing it to us, but we can't do it to you because reasons? Right. Like, it's uh, it's I mean, amazing. It's, it's definitely a conversation that needs to be had. Otherwise, like, you're not going to be moving forward if no one really hears, like, what's going on. Or, like, you never know what the other side is having their phobias about because you won't ha take the chance to, like, talk to them about it and see what they think is going on and school them on what's really happening. And to play total devil's advocate for anyone who was like, this guy is a freaking douche. Like it's true. Tw it, a it's true. <laughs> I am kidding. a douche. Uh, there are no questions about that, but no. like if you look at Twitter as a whole, what are the odds? What are the odds that I am being genuine? Really? Look at all the people on Twitter. Look at how many bastards there are there. Yeah. And what are the odds that I'm not trying to set them up to be like, I gotcha. See, you agreed with me for a second, and that means these people shouldn't exist. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Like, I, I, that is what people use social media for, and I get that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's definitely gotten, it feels like it's got, I can't believe it's gotten to under a thousand followers guy. Of, like, people being like, nope, we have to freaking bite you into a million pieces until you don't exist anymore. Like, we can't, there's no chance that someone with the, one of the smaller voices on that platform uh, is going to, I don't know, be genuine. There's no chance. He's just like everybody else. He's just like that Joe Rogan. I bet he listens to Joe Rogan. <laughs> he does. Um, he loves that guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like the more it's like your plight is talked about, the more people feel more comfortable with it because they can try to sympathize or 
like even think about what's going on with you. But if you make it a stigma to talk about what is happening or um, like it it gets too much where you can't even mention it, then you're not going to be moving forward. And that was the thing. I, I had a lot of people saying, you need to not be saying this. And I was, they're saying this to questions that I had. Yeah. And it's like, or okay. Or <laughs> in one of the tweets, didn't they say, well, you should say this instead? Yeah. They were like, instead of saying this, you should say, or you shouldn't. I think it was something like, you can't say, or you shouldn't say this. You should be saying this. And it's like, look, man, I get what you're saying. I I understand uh, being in pain. And if, if, you know, if this life that you're living, has, part of it has caused you pain, I get not wanting to hear more pain. Like I am, if you've listened to this show at all, you know, you've heard me talk about things that I've had to cut out of my life because it's just too much to deal with. Uh, whether it is violence or just people being negative or whatever. Like I don't like it just as much as the next person. But uh, I, I don't think that you should be barred from saying the things. Like how, if we are able to have a conversation and then after that conversation, uh, you still think that I am or whoever is a bad person or whatever, fine. But at least you talked about it. At least you, uh, you picked their brain. You saw where they were coming from and decided, well, this, this person is hopeless. This person is whatever. Like there's at least attempt to find common ground. Yeah. Somewhere. I mean, I don't think that either one of us has our like heels dug in so hard that we can't hear someone else and maybe learn from what they're saying or think in a different way because we, I don't know, like I'm open. Like I want to know what's going on. I feel like I am too, but I, maybe I just don't know how to express that on Twitter or maybe even on this show. You know what I mean? Like maybe I just, I don't sound that way. I am, but yeah, no, I I think you are. I, I, otherwise I feel like we would have a lot harder time, (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) but I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like you shouldn't be discounting someone to based on one tweet or, um, anything that they're defending on Twitter. (laughs) Because it's just that. By the way, my one reach out of being like, I don't know you, but I love you. Uh, somebody told me that I was gross for saying that. <laughs> they so, said that specifically? Yeah. <laughs> gross in what way? Uh, just as like they took that as my, the way that it was written was that the way I guess I said it was being patronizing, patronizing, uh, and not. It just didn't sound genuine, I guess, so... Yeah, well, you can't win sometimes. I can't. And, and there's that, no reason to win. Like, it's just a conversation. Well, and that's why I just stopped engaging with it, and I wanted to kind of talk about it on here, because it just is, like... It's mind-boggling, and I uh, clearly am not going to be able to get my point across on on Twitter, and who knows if I'll even get my point across. Maybe I'll listen back to this and be like, God, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, which is likely... That's most of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like talking it out, again, like, helps us to evolve our thoughts. Because, yeah. Because yeah. if, if you... you're just, like, keeping them in your head, uh, and then you never challenge any of your thoughts or uh, run them by another person, or, in our case, like, we're letting 
however many people listen to our thoughts and maybe email us uh, disgust if they want to. Um, yeah, if you if you are like you can see clearly like where my or our knowledge is like there is just a roadblock that we just for whatever reason can't see past untrained iPod e y e p o d at gmail.com. Please feel free to email. We will not put you on blast. We will not uh, be like this guy. Elliot over here said no. Like I am. I mean, if you're just gonna email hate, I will definitely put you on blast. Believe in your heart. But if you want to like have a conversation about it, let's do that. But <laughs> yeah, because again, we're open to hearing different ideas. So. I mean, I think that's all I have to say about that. I think that's all I have to say about it, too, Beth. Let's move on to something more interesting, like farts. No, that's gross. (laughs) So, did you see there's a new um, credit card? No. Well, there is. Is it Discover Plus? (laughs) No. It says, one United Bank decided to release a Visa debit card that features an image of abolitionist Harriet Tubman doing what looks like the Wakanda Forever salute. That's, I love it. (laughs) From the MCU's (laughs) Black Panther movie. Uh, The bank, which is black-owned, took to social media to announce the limited edition card and called it a symbol of black empowerment. I love every second of this so far. Go ahead. What's the part where I'm going to regret saying I love it? I mean, that's basically it. it. Like, people... (laughs) 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 It was, like, just weighing in on Twitter in, like, funny ways. But, like, how ridiculous... Because here's a picture of it, and it's like a a drawing of Harriet Tubman doing the Wakanda. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, listen, if we can't get her on the $20 bill, we got to put her somewhere, man. I think in the article, they said something like that. (laughs) They're trying to get that image on the $20 bill. Well, I mean, you got to start somewhere. And listen, we can't say she never made that symbol ever in her life. Uh, yeah. It might just not have meant Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine, like, getting that out and being with it? <laughs> like, just put this on my Harriet Tubman. I would love it. If you think for a second that if that wasn't a limited run, that we wouldn't be enjoying the benefits of what bank is that? Did it say? It said, uh, hold on. One United Bank. One United uh yeah if one united is in your local area please please get your harriet tubman credit cards debit cards uh checks uh yeah that would be funny (laughs) checkbook covers (laughs) too funny and tubman forever yeah so then i saw this too um it was like it's about joel osteen Mm mm-hmm and someone wrote a message to their Facebook page, and it's like, I'm requesting prayer for my marriage. And this is the response from Joel Osteen Ministries. This is not going to be good. It says, unfortunately, Ooh. your Joel Osteen prayer request account has not been activated. In order to activate your account, you'll need to add a monthly donation of twenty four ninety nine, which will give you access to three prayer requests per month. Oh. If you donate forty nine ninety nine each month, you'll become a platinum prayer request member, which gives you access to over ten prayer requests per month and a chance to buy tickets to my next performance at your local arena. He should have to read that before every <laughs> single sermon from now until eternity. Like how that is the most horrendous thing yeah you're like it costs money to get jesus on the main line (laughs) 
I don't think so. Like, if he... That is the most ridiculous thing. He should be embarrassed, mortified, uh, all the words. Jesus, Lucrezis. Imagine. Imagine a life where you're like, yeah, man, this thing that all I have to do is say these words and talk to this dude. Uh, can't. Sorry. Listen. I have how many jets? Can't even count that high. Listen, I am going to need you to get on the platinum. Yeah. What is it? Platinum prayer request? <laughs> yeah, for just forty nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> Dude. That's 10 prayers, DJ, a month. Like, that is, by the way, you know what that is? That is like the text that goes over at the beginning of the movie where you know uh, everyone in the church gets shot up at the end. <laughs> like, that is bananas. Yeah, I think that's crazy. I mean, I don't know firsthand if that's 100% true. I just saw it on Twitter. But, like, how crazy is that if it is true? I choose to believe now that it's not true. There is no way. There is no possible way. Well, you we can get He Google. is that freaking tone deaf. <laughs> Send in your money, people. You can get some prayers. I mean, it, the problem is, is that it's now, even if that was a thing, that thing had to have gone so viral that they deleted it. Oh, yeah. Because does sure. it have a date on it? I looked for one and I didn't see it. But Joel Osteen Ministries. 22 million people like it. My prayer today is God open up your eyes. Man, all these have like 15, 14, 11,000 comments each. Yeah, I'll give well. I'll give Mr. Osteen the benefit of the doubt because anything can be made. You can make Photoshop anything. I mean, but... it looks legit though. Well, okay, wait. Here's the way to do it. What is it called? The Joel Osteen. No, no, no. Ministries. The the what is it? The platinum. Uh, platinum prayer request. Oh, are you gonna Google it so you can see if you can donate? Uh, yes, I am. All right then. Platinum. Prayer. He's going to get us 10 prayers per month. Platinum prayer request member. How many does it take to bless your heart? Let's see here. The first thing that comes up when I just Googled those words are Joel Osteen's website. Okay, then. We believe in the power of prayer. The Bible says the prayers are righteous. My prayers. Oh. So is there any place where you can insert a credit card number? Sign in to let us know how to pray for you. Let's see. <laughs> you signing in? I'm going to see what, yeah, what it makes you do. Email address. Yeah, I can't. Are you about to use your Harriet Tubman Wakanda Forever account? Bro, <laughs> I think she would come back from the grave and haunt me for that one. Wakanda. Wakanda Forever. I don't know. I'll do. I'll report back to you. I'll do my investigative journalism and report back on next episode because I'm gonna. I I can't. I can't give my actual email address to that and start getting newsletters because I'm sure that'll be the hardest thing to cancel ever. Oh yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, hey like, man, <laughs> uh, we see you haven't. Uh... <laughs> like it only cost you forty nine ninety nine to pray that this ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We see you're at the free bronze tier prayer level, and, uh, well, we just wanted to know if you wanted Jesus to hear your prayers. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're at least going to have to kick it up to silver. <laughs> That's crazy, though. That is true, right? You get one word of a prayer a month for silver, so. <laughs> yeah. So, um, not to get too political, but, like, I guess uh, Joe Biden's campaign is basically over, right? Or it's, I think it's, he doesn't think it is. 
I yeah, think I if you asked so him, he would say, we're going strong. We're on our uh, as le- as little amount of malarkey as possible tour. And <laughs> we are going to... The most malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to give those pony soldiers what for. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I saw this video on Twitter where this group of people like were like delivering a casket to Joe <laughs> Biden <laughs> and like just talking about his campaign and then in the video you did yeah <laughs> well in the video they said that it was embarrassing and they felt bad for Donald Trump because he got impeached for <laughs> investigating the fifth like the number five candidate or something uh, like that like it wasn't even worth it and he got impeached over it that is you know what I love is like I listen I'm sure that if you wanted to break down whatever, it's not as funny as I like to believe it is. But that, when you get high-level trolling like that, mm-hmm. like, I appreciate that. Even on most levels, I appreciate it. <laughs> I love a good... Troll. Love a good troll. What was the thing that had me almost have a heart attack on the air here when he was like... He was like... uh Who, Donald Trump? Donald Trump. It was at the White House. It was for Halloween. And he was like... He was like, they had like the hall of, of like oh, America the, workers yeah. or whatever, and it was like the uniform construction workers building the wall. Oh my! That's what it was. God, I love it. I love every second of it. I love when he. T- I wish he would tweet out more pictures of golfing. And be like, oh, I'm out here stressing. <laughs> yeah, but how funny though that that's what caused us like impeachment and it didn't even pan out to be anything he's like i need to investigate joe biden's son (laughs) oh god like it's yeah well listen there's there is no chance that hunter biden anyone would be looking to put that kid on the board of any directors if his last name wasn't biden right that's for all you political junkies out there well i don't know that to be true because i don't know Mm. what kind of background he has like maybe he's a I don't know, a real professional. <laughs> I have no idea. So, good. That's it. I thought that the uh, the firestorm that was created when uh, Joe Rogan, you know, quote unquote, endorsed Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders which he, you know, really did record, it. I don't think he did. I think if you listen to what he said, he was like, I like him more than the others. <laughs> yeah. I would probably vote for him. Uh, gushes Joe Rogan. <laughs> well, didn't Andrew Yang drop out? Yeah, he did. Well, I guess we ain't getting that thousand dollars a month. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> no. So I think he dropped out. I'm pr- if she didn't, I don't know why she didn't. But Tulsi probably should have all. Everyone should have dropped out except for uh, Wall Street Pete. Wall Street Pete, the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. I was listening to the Jimmy Dore show and they played a little clip of. <laughs> Of of Pete Buttigieg uh, <laughs> trying to talk to somebody, and then you just hear all the people in the background, Wall Street Pete! Wall Street Pete! Yeah. It's just hilarious. Uh, but uh, So everyone was just shocked, appalled, couldn't believe Joe Rogan would even mention the name of Bernie Sanders. Uh, and then Bernie Sanders started, you know, being a, a, a threat yeah. And uh, people were like, ho, 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 hop, 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 hop. Hold whoa, on a second. Whoa, 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 And in a hilarious turn of events, I looked on Twitter and nothing has come of this. And I see, like, the top news for me was Keegan Michael Key set to endorse Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> <laughs> as well. if, as if 
people as if listen Keegan-Michael Key I love that guy he is hilarious in everything he does he is never not funny ever Uh, and he's never not interesting I've heard him on enough podcasts to know that he's an interesting dude yeah don't care who he's voting for yeah no I mean I don't really know what Pete Buttigieg's uh, policies really are like he seems like young and maybe has some new ideas but on the New Hampshire debate, they were, like, grilling him on how, when he was, like, mayor, is it, what city is he from? Uh, we'll just say it's... Uh, is it somewhere in Indiana? We'll just say it's somewhere know. who's, somewhere, some city that's getting grossly neglected by their mayor. Yeah, well, they <laughs> said that, like, the, um, like, black people getting, like, hassled and arrested by the police went up. <laughs> and, like, they asked him why that happened or whatever and he tried to explain it away and they're like yeah but no why did that happen <laughs> uh, yeah I, he's, I wish i saw that clip but that was a couple couple man, weeks ago and yeah but and then, it was good like and then after that then someone <laughs> i think joe biden was like well he's no barack obama <laughs> and then was he Pete like was like neither are you <laughs> yeah <laughs> look at you <laughs> groping joe <laughs> You look like your skin is one flake away from us seeing your skeleton. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and he has the serial killer eyes. Well, and the fact that he just open mouth tongue kisses all of his family members. He's like, oh, yeah. Gross. Uh, But, yeah, and I don't know. Like, I don't like the way Bernie Sanders talks. It gets on my nerves. Who? Bernie Sanders. He's great. Uh, I don't really... He's fine, but I don't like the way he talks. It, here's the funny thing. is like... <laughs> He's like yelling with a super New York accent. Like a super <laughs> New York old man accent. But One where... day! Yeah. <laughs> you like the way that What's-His-Name plays him on Saturday Night Live. Larry, Larry uh, David. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> too perfect. I, listen, I, it's so funny because everyone that I've known for any length of time, when I say that I am like, oh, I think I would vote for Bernie Sanders, like I can see the contempt in their eyes. And what's funny to me is the, like, I don't think I agree with maybe anything about Bernie Sanders, uh, except for maybe healthcare, And even that, like I might have to be convinced on. But Bernie Sanders, in my opinion, has the thing that all the Republicans that I know all the conservatives that I know and have known want out of a candidate. And that is someone who is consistent and has been consistent forever. Like their whole thing with Obama, oh, he's a flip-flopper. But everyone's a flip-flopper, like on both sides. And you can't really say that about Bernie Sanders. And I just don't know how... On that, on on an integrity level, you just can't. There, I, I name one other person that even touches his feet. <laughs> yeah, like even if you disagree with everything he's about vehemently, at least he consistently is against your uh, your delicate. Uh, what are they calling your sensibilities? Your delicate sensibilities. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like it's not, it doesn't seem like there's a front runner really, but I guess. Bernie's there. Listen, man. I mean, I would say that Bernie is the the best shot the the Democrats have right now. Will he win? I think it's debatable at this point. But if you made me bet right this moment, I would say it is Donald Trump season two coming up. <laughs> yeah, like it's crazy too. Like from that New Hampshire debate or whatever. Like I really liked Amy Klobuchar only because of like sentimental 
reasons regarding FDR. <laughs> she was top three. Uh, she was Bernie, uh, Pete, and her were yeah. the top three uh, vote getters. So. But just like the stuff that she said at the end, because FDR is the only president who ever had three terms instead mm-hmm. of two. And uh, they said, like she said at the end, like uh, when he died, they like sent his body around on a train or whatever, which is true. (laughs) I know I was there. Yeah. (laughs) I said with my own eyes. Um, Yeah, exactly. But um, somebody asked a person that was like waiting out there to see the train go by if they knew the president and they said no, but he knew me. (laughs) And then she was just saying that. Uh, different like types of people that she knew them and she would fight for them and I was like okay <laughs> you know what's funny is when we were watching that debate I was like eh, I don't know about this lady like she seems like she seems like she would be cool to like party with but I don't know that I'd want her to be president I don't know and about the more the you, she would be a blast to party with there is just some people you just hear say one word and you know you're yeah. like this person we would have the coolest time ever and she would be that like I, yeah, I, I agree with what I said, yeah. but I do think, I don't know. I like her more than I thought I did initially after seeing that her in that one debate. Yeah. I mean, I like that sentiment again because of FDR, but, um, I don't know that she would be strong enough to go up against Donald Trump without being rattled. This is super political. I don't know why we're spending so much time on it. I don't either. Well, you know why we are is because it's like... It's what's happening. It's what's happening. It's the name of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we're changing it. <laughs> no, but it is what's happening. Like, it's... it's uh, This is important to a lot of people, I think. And just, like, we are by no means well-informed on anything political. Yeah, like, we only watch one debate. I have a very <laughs> peripheral knowledge of all of it. But, like, I... I know what I've seen over the last however many years, and I know what or I feel like I know what is to come, mm-hmm. you know, after the election. And, uh, you know, I don't think that we're going to fall into a pit of lava. But, uh, yeah. listen, I, I mean. <laughs> well, hold on. Let me try to find this tweet really quick. It's just I, I, the one sentiment I don't agree with is like, I, I'm okay with whoever wins honestly like if uh if if trump won again like it's not the end of the world if bernie ends up being the candidate and winning again not the end of the world um i was definitely going to make a point on that a bigger point and it escaped me folks at home this is what happens when people bloviate for too long and they don't focus on what they're saying hi my name's dj i'm one of the hosts of the untrained eye and uh sometimes I just talk, and then I go off in thought while my mouth is still moving, and I forget what I'm talking about. That just happened. I don't know what you guys think about that, but... Uh, I don't know. I can't find this tweet, but, like, the other day I was talking to you about how, like, it seems like with Donald Trump, um, he seems like he's trying to be a king instead of a president. Oh, he said, yeah, I yeah, saw that. Yeah, and then he posted that. I saw that. They the, tried to take down a king. <laughs> it was it, it was trending. They were, like, trying to take down, like, you're no king, Mr. President. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, that's why we came to America, to escape kings. But it's so, it, it is funny. It's Again, it is the troll of it that I like. It's like, that's something you would just say. Like, that's something that, like, if somebody came at me and I shut him down hard, I'd be like, 
take a shot at the king, better kill him or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, that's just something you would say to dunk on somebody that just failed. Yeah, but and- <laughs> it just hit too close to home because... You definitely don't want your president talking about taking shots at the king referring to himself. Exactly. <laughs> But on the joke side of it, the troll side of it, I appreciate it. On the political, he's our president side of it, I shudder at the thought. (laughs) And that, by the way, that's why I'm like, ah, could we please get a viable somebody to be uh, on the other side? Oh, that's what I was going to say. Like, but I, I, no matter who is president, I vehemently oppose and disagree this blue no matter who or you know red or i'm dead or whatever they say about voting for trump no matter what like once you say i'm doing this no matter what blue no matter who that is a terrible way to look at politics yeah because that's how you get someone terrible in office i mean it's not like that's ever happened before it's not like somebody said get somebody else in here i don't care who it is and then we got a terrible president when does that ever happen? Never happened. <laughs> uh, just think. Like, yes, Trump is bad, but it could be worse. It could be so much worse. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine if we had someone that crazy but didn't tell us about it. We just assumed he was normal. And then you found out later he wrote a book that was, like I said, it was just a book that was, instead of writing tweets, he just wrote it all down. And then after he was done being president, he just released it as a book. You would read that book and be like, oh, we had a crazy person leading the country for four to eight years. <laughs> like, uh, I didn't do it, but if I did, this is how I would have done it. <laughs> uh, or something like that. Can I tell you, if someone doesn't, when he's done being president, cash in on that, just writing or just having a book that is all his tweets, just back to back, you should. Whoever you are, you should do that. At this point, you could probably make a, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll just make a side podcast of like reading 10 of his tweets a day. Okay. And I'll call it Trump the book but, or something. Like I need <laughs> you to like pepper in some OJ tweets too so we can see if we can tell the difference. Ooh. You'll be able to tell the difference because Trump's tweets will all be like, they'll all be like in your face. They'll be like, hey, hey, man. And OJ's will all be like this. So I was just at the golf course, everybody, Twitter world. And uh, you can't say Twitter world. You can't say (laughs) stuff that's going to like give it away. But they both are golfers. So Mm -hmm, I feel mm -hmm. like it could be ambiguous. That's true. Uh, you've given me a great thing to go and look at, and that's OJ's Twitter. Let's see if he said anything. I just wrote in to Twitter, OJ Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Still not verified. What a shame. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's legit. <laughs> <laughs> if a coach can leave, leave, the kids should have the same option. Yeah, I don't care. Listen, man. Ooh, yeah, let's see. Let's see what this is all about. Weak, you know. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. <laughs> well, it's been quite a week, uh-huh. you know. Uh, I've been getting a lot of questions on Twitter and yep, on yep, the streets. Yep, yep. Uh, what did I think about the impeachment? Situation? Those are the questions they've been asking you, well, Juice. My attitude was, what do you think uh, about the impeachment? Our country had to go to it, through it, rather. Uh, and I'm a glass half full guy, uh-huh. so I yep. thought it, the good part of Murder. it was got away with it. Young people got to see our government works. Um, <laughs> also, uh, I was kind of proud that we. To know that we got uh, dedicated government employees out there will keep an eye on things for us. As mm-hmm. far as the outcome is concerned, Very important. like it or not, 
it's over. <laughs> I've had some uh, verdicts that I haven't liked in my life. Oh, but I tried to honor my. It, make the most of it and move on, and that's what I think we should do now. Uh, oh. The other thing is this Kobe Bryant, uh, Gail King thing. Uh, oh. I'm not the most objective guy when it comes to Gail King. Uh, <laughs> a few years back on national TV, she made a comment that it was inappropriate uh. for me to be visiting my ex-wife grave. Something yes, it that is. Me, my uh, family, and... Uh, friends on special occasions and birthdays and <laughs> how Christmas long and stuff is this had done for years and i couldn't understand why it was any of her business and why she would say that on it's national like 10 TV. more 20 more seconds uh, okay. i know this thing about kobe she's going to claim journalistic integrity a <laughs> whole lot of people got journalistic integrity didn't feel that this was the right time to do that uh there'll be <sighs> plenty of time in the future to bring up all aspects of Kobe's life. Right now, we should be celebrating the greatness of Kobe Bryant. Right. God bless Kobe and his family. I'm just saying, take care. Oh my God, wait a minute. We need to go back to this. I've had some uh, verdicts that I haven't <laughs> liked in my life. But I yeah, that was a freaking cherry that we didn't know we could pick. I that. love that this idiot said that. <laughs> I've had a few verdicts that I didn't like. Oh, you pray tell, sir. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> was it the not guilty verdict? Because that one was pretty cool for you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in the civil versions, I don't think he was not guilty. No, that's why so that's he is that. like... that, and then also when he <laughs> stole back his sports memorabilia. And they were like, jail for you, sir. And he yeah. was like, but why, though? It was mine. <laughs> but the letter Y, T-H-O. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Imagine. Imagine being that... Oblivious and saying, bold. Saying, I've been getting a lot of questions on the street and on Twitter. Oh, Yeah. About like, the impeachment, huh? That's what you've been getting a lot of questions about? <laughs> and who in the government does he think's looking out for us? Mitch McConnell? <laughs> I mean... Like locking arms with the other Republicans and be like, no, we're not going to have any witnesses. We're not going to give anyone a fair trial. He's not guilty. Done. <laughs> Bro. I... I love OJ. I love OJ. Let me just go on the record saying I love OJ. You guy. That guy, Cray. <laughs> Legit. And speaking of that guy, Cray, uh, do you know who Amber Rose is? Uh, isn't she, didn't she used to date Kanye West? Right. That she is, a stripper? The ex I don't know, the, but that is the extent of my knowledge of Amber Rose is former Kanye West, Kanye West uh, beer with her. And she got a tattoo on her forehead, and I don't know what it says. Can I see? Uh, Yes. Oh, that was loud. Sorry. There you go. Calusa. Calusa. Uh, I mean, is there a video or something? Yeah, it's just her talking. Like it's right across. It's right where like the hairline is, uh, like on the top of her forehead, and it says, "Well, uh, what would you think it says, Beth? I don't know what it says. I'm gonna know. guess it says it. stay woke. <laughs> if I was gonna get a tattoo on my face, that's what it would be. Stay. Well, woke. Why don't you Google it? Amber Rose face tattoo. Let me see right here. This is the show where we Google things we don't know. What does Amber Rose's face tattoo say? It says Wakanda forever. It says Wakanda <laughs> forever. Rose maintained that in Kanye forever. It was a combination. Let's hear. Let's listen to you, Bumble Reed, and go. Amber Rose debuts face tattoos. Why won't it just say what it says? I don't know. 
but apparently, model Amber Rose recently revealed her new tattoo consisting of the names Bash and Slash written on her forehead. Well, what does that mean? The names are of Rose's two children. Well, Rose's, why do you need to get that on your face? Rose's current boyfriend, Alexander Edwards, also got a matching forehead tattoo. Cool. I mean, I guess you could get bangs. <laughs> sure. I mean, the problem is, for me, and, you know, again, maybe she's done something I don't understand. Amber Rose. I'm just going to Google her and see what it says. Uh, I guess she's a model. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. She's a model. Like, who cares? I just she's don't... independently wealthy, to the best of my knowledge. Probably. If she wants to tattoo her whole face black, more power to her. Go for it. Like, I don't, I, that, to me, the idea of her getting the face tattoo and it being something that came across my view as news is what's crazy. Like, this isn't like, like your friend who works at Walmart who got a face tattoo, that's newsworthy. Cause what in the hell is that guy gonna do now? It's not continue to work at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just think face tattoos are weird. I don't. I mean, it's, I'm not against them. Like, do whatever you want. It's your skin that you have to live in. But I don't know. Like, I just don't understand why you would get that on your face. I'm not. I'm not against it. Like, I see a lot of them. Or I, I take it back. I have seen a lot of them that I like. Yeah. Now, granted, those are the ones that like, like show Tyson. up on like Instagram <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, makes them look even crazier. Listen to me, Killer Mike. And at the time when he got that face tattoo, could you imagine being like, no one famous like that at the time was getting face tattoos and also was a fighter. Could you imagine being like, yeah, man, you knew I was crazy, but this yeah. face tattoo, I don't bite ears off because I'm not crazy. Face tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just feel like I would be afraid. Like, I don't have any tattoos right now because one, like before I was afraid to get something that I would have to live with for the rest of my life. But, like, on your face, like, what if someone spells it wrong or, like, they go into a seizure or something <laughs> and they accidentally tattoo the rest of your face or, like, I don't know. I think that <laughs> there should be a more strict uh, permitting application process for face tattoos and there should be for guns <laughs> why uh because i feel like you're crazier to want a face tattoo than you are a gun <laughs> yeah because like what was it that girl that got like drake tattooed the word drake tattooed like on, on her, her face forehead. but it was like forehead to eyebrows like this chick or was... like people that get their eyebrows shaved off and then they tattoo <laughs> names on their eyebrows like, if it's, like, interesting, like, I saw, okay, like, I did see something, of course, it was on Instagram, of this guy that got, like, a full body tattoo. It was, like, uh, I don't know, it was, like, it was crazy looking, but it was, it looked awesome. And it, like, was, you know, one of those, like, sped up videos of the whole process of the whole thing. And it was a, it was a tattoo that went from the top of his feet all the way to, like, all over his face. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. But it looked cool as hell. So it's not like that stuff can't look cool, but yeah. like you got to be in or out. And Amber Rose is in. She made it. 
Who cares? She yeah. got a face tattoo. Oh, no. What, is she not going to get another gig now? Unlikely. I, I mean, I feel like getting a face tattoo, like, when you have a face like hers, because she is really, really pretty, is the same as, like, going at Christmas time and buying a... I don't know, PlayStation, whatever number we're on, and then smashing it in front of a crowd. And you're like, hey, I have this gorgeous canvas. Let me mar it up with a face tattoo. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like there's not, like, say she wanted to go out to be in a movie or something, was on a wanted a they role. They can't hide it. Yeah, they could. They No, they, I'm just saying. Oh, it's yeah, It's not yeah. like they couldn't hide it. Yeah, they can hide it. They can, I mean, it's... It's not like it's uh, it, for what she does for a living, being a model, or I would imagine if she wanted to transition that into being an actress or something. Like, it's not like that's, uh, but I it's not like avenues are now closed to her. It's true, but I just don't think they look that great. Like, it would be different if it was really cool, but it's not. I just think that it's, uh, I don't remember this much, you know, well, maybe it's because he's not as good looking, but I don't remember such a such a stir about uh what's his face pete davidson and getting all a whole bunch of random tattoos. weird tattoos uh, yeah like nobody was like hey man how's this he guy has ever a bunch gonna, of them the hell is this guy's deal man how's he ever gonna work again i mean there was a stir when he got that ruth bader ginsburg but people were like stoked for it they were like oh my god but it, it wasn't RBG. on his face <laughs> i think he does have face tattoos now does he Maybe, I don't know. Is this the Google in this podcast ever? It is. You <laughs> just change it to Google, the podcast. Give it a Googs, mate. I don't know. Like, again, I'm not against tattoos. Like, now, like, I found, like, I don't know, there's, like, 50 tattoos, and I'm like, oh, I should get that, but haven't. I put in, does Pete Davidson have, and it put a disease. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the answer? I didn't look yet. I'm putting... He has a mental disorder. I don't think so, unless you consider depression a di mental disorder. Is it not? I don't think so. I would have to say I don't think so. No? I hope not. I was depressed for a long time. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, it looks like no, but he does, Beth, have 104 tattoos. Can you even believe it, Beth? No. He's got a Hillary Clinton tattoo, Beth. Can you even believe I that? I knew that already. But I don't know. Like when I was a teenager, like my friends had like they gave themselves tattoos and then one of my friends, their mom let them get tattoos before they were 18. And so, <laughs> yeah, see, those are not cute. Like he just has a whole bunch of weird random body art that doesn't really go together. The, uh, I will say the the thing that keeps him in my good graces forever is his Mars Attacks alien tattoo. Yeah, that's cool. I love that very much. But, like, from that, like, my friends getting, like, stupid tattoos, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm going to pass. <laughs> I'm going to get the word butt tattooed on the bottom of my foot, so when I kick you, no matter what, I'm kicking your butt. No, that doesn't, that's not logical. Yeah, I'm kicking my butt. <laughs> I'm kicking my own ass here. <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that? That was Liar Liar. Oh, okay. Jim Carrey. So. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Jim Carrey, uh, hey, all you haters that were like, Sonic the Hedgehog is going to be a failure. Sonic the Hedgehog, a movie we didn't even see yet, did better in its opening weekend than the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie. <laughs> I want to see that, though. Which one? Birds of Prey. I do, too. <clears throat> I like, know that they, like, they, whoever was in charge of doing the, uh, 
advertising for that movie slash naming it. I don't know mm-hmm. if those two people are even close to the same, but if they were, they should both be fired. Because it wasn't until, like, so many people didn't know, apparently, what that movie was at all. Mm-hmm. Because it <clears throat> up until, I think up until the movie released, it was called Birds of Prey, or How Harley Quinn Emancipated, or something. It was like, or the Emancipation like of Harley Yes. title? It was like, or the Emancipation of Harley Quinn, and how she emancipated herself from the Joker when she got away from him that one time, the movie. Uh, and then people were like, I don't know what this is. What is this? Well, and I then, mean. But then, and finally, when the movie came out, they were like, uh, you know what this movie's called? It's called Harley Quinn's colon Birds of Prey. <laughs> is that what it's called? Now when you look it up, that's what it's called. Not the freaking, if I'd done it, this is how I would have did it. But I didn't, I promise. My fingers are definitely not crossed behind my back. Wink, the OJ story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anybody listens to this podcast, they already know that I don't like weak-ass birds. <laughs> I only like birds of prey, okay? Birds of prey I'm talking eagles, only. I'm talking hawks. <laughs> Falcons. Falcons, any birds that will swoop down and snatch small children. <laughs> uh, um, maybe that's what we should do. We should take up falconeering. <laughs> yeah, we'll get some falcon gloves. Yeah. Um, do a little bit of falcon punching. But anyway, so I don't know. The name of the movie seems cool to me. And also I read on Twitter, of all places, that it was directed by an Asian woman, written by an Asian woman with an Asian cinematographer starring all women, one black, one Latina, one Asian with multiple queer characters. So can't wait to see it. Okay. I mean, yeah. I just want it to be good. Listen, yeah. here's the problem is her introduction was in the worst movie ever. So yeah. it's But I think she <laughs> did a good job overall. It just the movie sucked. Isn't it crazy that of all the people in that movie, the person I would have banked on the least being good is Margot Robbie. Uh I would have been like, you know who's gonna be the star of this here movie? Will Smith. Because yeah. he's a star. He's a, already a star. He plays one of the coolest people ever. And Margot Robbie was like, no, thank you. Wait, I'm, who does he play? Uh, Deadshot. And, okay. uh Or whatever DC's version of that is, because there's a Marvel and DC version of everybody. Bullseye, Deadshot, who knows? Who cares? Is he Colin Farrell? Is he I Will think Smith? He was who knows? <laughs> I don't know either. Doesn't matter. Listen. Movie was terrible. Uh, so, yeah. So, it sucks that she had to be the one, the one piece of diamond dust that made the dookie twinkle. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> she played a good amount of like crazy, but like hot. So yeah, hope that movie's good. But I will say again, so good to hear that Sonic the Hedgehog had a great opening weekend because <laughs> people were sure it was going to be a flop. <laughs> but did people like it after they saw it? Or? That has been what I've been reading. Is people have been like, this movie's actually pretty good. No, we that should they actually go see it. Sonic. <laughs> yeah, and it's. It's funny because there's no way that even with this good opening weekend, because I think they they were like, amazingly, this movie opens or whatever. The opening weekend was like close to $70 million or something like that. Mm -hmm. And unless this movie makes a billion and two dollars, it's never going to make its money back. Like it will be a financial flop because if you think for a second. Oh, to redo all the stuff. That costs so much money. So much money. It makes me sad. (laughs) 
Like, I'm glad they had a good opening weekend. We'll probably never see another Sonic movie ever again. Mm. Uh, and just a bit of, like, side news that I heard. They actually are supposedly going to be... Nintendo has given the uh, the go on get, letting Mario be a movie again. <laughs> Mario. Mario. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Uh so, do you think it's going to be John Leguizamo? Dude, I was just listening to... Uh, As Luigi. The Weekly Planet is like one of my favorite podcasts, and they do this uh, supplemental thing where they will watch a movie or play a game or something and talk about it, and it's just like a 20-minute episode. And they watched uh, the original, well, the original, the only Super Mario Brothers movie uh, with John Leguizamo and uh, Shmi, what is his name? Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. And uh, isn't he dead? He's super dead, uh, which is sad. But I, everyone hates that movie, like universally hates that movie. I have very fond memories of that movie. I bet if you watched it again, you might not. I don't know for sure. I I hope I wouldn't, but I would definitely be willing to watch it again because it. Like you probably would still be nostalgic about it, but. I just, like, I remember being so stoked as a kid. Like, I didn't care. Because that movie made no sense. Like, I understand. It made no sense. It had, like, nothing to do with the games at all. It was just an in-name-only movie for, mm-hmm. for the most part. Uh, but I didn't care at all. Like, I was like, that's Mario, and that's Luigi, and that's Mario Mario, and that's Luigi Mario, and that's their name, and that's their last name, and I love them, and they're great. And, oh, my God, now Luigi Mario is in another movie called The Pest, and I love him still even more. <laughs> yeah. I had a crush on him. Dude. Because he had, like, I thought he had really cool hair then, too. He always had great hair. <laughs> he yeah, always had great he hair. Uh, John Leguizamo, I would like, he, he is someone I would like to hang out with, just to hang out with. I'd be like, man, what is your weird life even like? Yeah, because he could go either way. Like, sometimes he's, like, just a funny side character, and then sometimes he's a bad guy. I like him because he has never, like, what do you know about John Leguizamo? Nothing. Just, yeah. Nothing. He's just like... Well, that's what we knew about Kevin Spacey, too. That's true. (laughs) Because he didn't do any interviews or anything, because he didn't want people thinking about him. He wanted them thinking about his characters while he was playing them. While he was, uh, who was that guy Uh, in... Usual Rich. suspects. Oh, Kaiser so He was Kaiser so saying us the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't look at me. <laughs> look at this guy with the gimp leg over here. <laughs> so, yeah. Funny. Indeed. Why were we talking about this? Because uh, of Mario. You said they're going to um, release the rights so they can make a movie. I was saying that. We were talking about Sonic. I felt like I was supposed to lead into something. I've lost the thread yet again. Folks, this is what happens when your mind is nothing. That's not true. My mind is nothing, Beth. Yeah. Well, I mean, I only have one thing left. A word? Word. Is it how Banksy just struck again the other day? No. What What has Banksy done? He just made an art, and people are like, can you believe Banksy made an art? And then he did. Do we still not know who Banksy is? Theoretically, we don't. I'm sure can that... Can you turn it sideways so I can see it better? Yes, I can. It looks like a the child with the balloon let the balloon go and it exploded. But does the child have a give it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because does it look like it let go of the balloon 
or something? Is it the like child that? has a slingshot. Ah, so it's like you're, <laughs> you can't escape me, balloon. Yeah. And it's on the side of a wall. And here's the crazy part. Do, like, I didn't read the article, but do, is it just because it looks a certain way that they know it's Banksy? Does Banksy send out an email and being like, I've struck Check again, coppers? I mean, it looks like his work. But again, like, I, I follow a lot of, like, art Instagram accounts of people drawing and painting and doing stuff like that. And, like, people are very talented, Beth. Mm-hmm. And I feel in my heart like someone could very easily... Uh, like V for Vendetta, or not V for Vendetta, what is it called? Uh, anonymous. They could anonymous Banksy and be like, we are all Banksy, we are everywhere. Like, we're a hive mind. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you, there could just be Banksies all over the world. Uh, and just suddenly you're like, oh my God, there's a Banksy here in uh, Michigan. Oh my God, now there's a Banksy in Peru. <laughs> Man, that seems like it will be cool. I don't know. Maybe he strikes in the same place. Maybe he just email blasts everyone. Does Banksy have a podcast? Banksy, come on our podcast. We'll give you one of those cool voice changers. What was your thing you were going to tell me about? So KFC had a tweet. Oh, did it. (laughs) And it says, was getting tired of at Crocs not being on the cover of at Paper Magazine. Yes, they are real. So there is a KFC edition of Crocs. Mm, do they look like fried chickies? They do. Hmm. Like it looks like fried chicken in a bucket, the KFC bucket. And then there is a charm on the front that looks like a KFC chicken leg. Mm, it's as if KFC knows that Popeye's is superior. And they're <laughs> like, if you want to wear that fact on your feet, uh, here you go. Yeah, I'm going to order them so I can wear them. In the cyber truck. Nothing says we're not making money on our chicken like putting out Crocs. Uh, it says put these on your bucket list. <laughs> the colonel is spinning in his grave. Yeah. Do you love world famous fried chicken? Do you love Crocs? Do you love brand spokespersons like Colonel Sanders? Oof. Then boy howdy, do we have something for you. Yucky. Put these on your bucket list. (laughs) Covered in a fried chicken print and a striped base, these will make your dreams of wearing a bucket of chicken finally come true. So KFC is just fully acknowledging they're the Walmart of chicken joints, right? That's what this is all about? Is them being like, hey man, if you want chicken, theoretically that's here. So why not get it from us, huh? Look, DJ, each pair of (laughs) co-branded Footwear comes with two gibbets charms made to resemble and smell like fried chicken. Now, are they gibbets or are they giblets? It says gibbets because it's chicken legs. I don't know what gibbets are. What could a gibbet be? I'll Google that while you tell us more fun facts. I mean, that's all the fun facts there is. If you want some Crocs that look like a bucket of fried chicken, they're coming in spring of 2020. How is is that spelled, gibbet? It's spelled J I J I B B B B I T I T Z Z Gibbets. Yeah, it says you can stay in the loop. Oh Jesus Christ above us. Kentucky. Save us all. What is it? Save us from the coronavirus that is coming to America soon on a pair of crocs near you. Gibbets is a thing made specifically for crocs. It's just crocs jewelry. 
Okay, so the, it's the chicken jewelry. It's the Crocs thumb ring, if you will. It's really funny. <laughs> it's the Crocs male thumb ring. They're like, hey, man, do you look enough like a douche? No. You've got your Crocs, and you might think douche level uh, max, but have you uh, been able to tell people about your gibbets? <laughs> no. <laughs> Turns out you are not maximum douche. Yeah. Yikes. Gibbets. I can't believe that that is a thing. Can we make something? Can we? Yeah, we can make anything. I just. Gibbets. Sorry. I'm I think I've I think I'm done with this whole life right now. All right. Well, do you want to do some trivia? I want to jump off of a cliff. Like what if the first question was, what is a gibbet? I don't know. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Bang. All right, I'm going to let you hand me a card. I've decided to put my trust back into you. Okay. Some negative press from Joby. Joby of the Joby Show. Oh, yeah. This episode of Trivia is brought to you by Joby. If you are wondering why, well... You need to right now. I'm wondering why. You definitely should, Beth. Let me go ahead and double check. Uh, sorry, folks. I forgot that we were spon- our trivia was sponsored this week. Oh, is it? Mm, very much so. In what way? Well, let me I tell don't you. know that it is sponsored. It is? Okay. So what I'm going to need you all to do uh, is this episode is sponsored by Joe B's rap album. Okay. If you uh, send an email to Inner Circle Podcast Network at gmail.com, Joe will send you a uh, link to a Google Drive that will contain his rap album in it. Okay. And as much as I would like to give you all a preview right now, no. (laughs) You need to download it for yourself and you need to have it forever and you need to listen to it and you need to enjoy it. So All day. this is legit, like he's advertising for this? Oh, yeah. He doesn't want to be, but he know, like <laughs> he said it on the last episode, and I didn't finish the episode. I paused it right there. I typed in innercirclepodcastnetwork.com or whatever, and I sent an email and said, give me that album, and he sent it. So yeah, I haven't had time to listen to it yet. Because this, these last two weeks have been bananas, but I did listen to the intro, and can I just tell you something, Beth? Yeah. There's some Australian accents on there. Okay, cool. At least I uh, think that's so what they were going sure for. So are you sure he wants you to be advertising for this? Don't know. He said it on his show, though. Anybody oh, okay. could write in. So he said it. Okay, then. It's fair game. <laughs> so I think everyone should do that, and uh, please don't make me look like an idiot when nobody does it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the power of this show can make sure that no one hears it because no one's doing anything that we say. <laughs> it's all good. We're, gonna, we're getting boycotted. It's all good. It's okay. Joe will tell me how many people emailed, and if it's zero, then I'll just play the whole album and force you all to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Joe B's album is what has brought you trivia today. Does Beth? it have a name? A title? That's a great question, Beth. Why don't you start warming up uh, question number one for us? Let's see. Oh, here. yeah, so I can read it three times because you won't be able to hear me while you're checking out what the name of his rap album is. Is he the only person on the tracks? 
or is he joined? Is it a collaboration? I'm pretty sure it's a collaboration. Is there any other Inner Circle Podcast Network alums on there? No, not to my <laughs> knowledge, but Jesus Lucrezis, if there was. Okay. All right, I can't find it, but it's fine. So Vinny Vitty Pizza is not on there? <laughs> <laughs> Which, that's an awesome yes, name, by the way. Rude. I saw that today. <laughs> hey, you said he was thinking of starting a rap career. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, was that Adam Simmons? Yeah. Though? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so trivia. Beth, go. Question one. All right. What year is this question from? This oh, year. <laughs> this year. This year. It's from this year. No. The question is from the year 1993. All of these questions will be. Go ahead. What? Yes, they will. <laughs> Do you have 93 as well? No, I have 1994. Okay. What title of a bootleg jam featuring Jerry Garcia, David Grissom, or Grissman, and Tony Rice was inspired by the delivery boy who stole the recording? Is it Scarlet Begonias? No. Is it Truckin'? Like, it kind of <laughs> goes along with the name I just said. Is it from the inner circle? Grease man. Oh, is it uh, Pizza Man delivers? Pizza is in the title. Pizza pepperoni. A. No. Is it uh, like what would it be recorded on? Somata you Pizza Records. No. Pizza record. No. Record pizza. Nope. Record man pizza no. man. No. <laughs> I'm never gonna get it. You could. Like, what would a, like, what is a uh, listening medium in 1993? Pizza tapes. Correct. Oh! <laughs> the pizza tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Had that, bro. Uh, Beth, what TV star alerted by his potbelly Big Max ran to safety before an earthquake flattened his Los Angeles home? Oh, Interesting. He had a potbelly pig named Max. Mm-hmm. Why would I know this? You would know this because he was a Batman. Is it Adam West? No. Michael Keaton? No. Christian Bale? Also no. <laughs> <laughs> Getting so close though. There's not many more left. Who else is Batman? Come on, ben son. Affleck? No. In what year was it? 94, 94. I don't think he was Batman in this year, but it's the man who played Batman. Bethany, you know this. Just name the rest of the Batman. There's only like two. I can't think of any other ones. In a movie? or In the movies. It is not Kevin Conroy. Oh, okay. George Clooney. Yes. <laughs> Those don't count. Because <laughs> they were terrible. <laughs> oh, whatever. There's only Michael Keaton and uh, Christian Bale. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> no, those two. <laughs> I don't know, man. I saw the like screen test for uh, Robert, Robert pa Pattinson. Pattinson. Uh, <laughs> Pattinson. <laughs> and it uh, looks pretty good. I mean, I'll be the judge of that when it comes around. I but think it looks awesome. For now, those are the two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, well, and Adam West. Original, and then... All right, give it up. What's next? 
What founding father did the U.S. Congress name its internet site after? Bell. Alexander Graham. No. That's not a founding father. Jefferson. Thomas J. Correct. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, (laughs) Beth, what politician is credited with popularizing the phrase information superhighway? Is it Al Gore? It's Al Gore. (laughs) (laughs) It's the information superhighway. Okay. Okay. I definitely <laughs> do not secretly play Mr. Mackey. Okay. What underwater TV series featured Darwin, a dolphin who could convert converse mm-hmm. in English with the help of the ship's computer? Oh, Jesus. Is it like C-Lab 2020 or something? 2021? Close. Not C-Lab. C. Is C right? Mm-hmm. See, it's somebody that's in purgatory was in the show, I think. <laughs> See, Brandis 2020. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, is it? It's a cartoon, right? No. It's not a cartoon? It's not a cartoon. Sequest. Sequest. What's right? the rest of it? 2020? No. Is it a year? 2020. No. Is it words? It's. The Sequest Quanticles. No, yeah, Quanticles. There's letters. Sequest AD. No. Is Sequest right? Yes, Sequest is right. Sequest. Getting it? No, it's letters. (laughs) Sequest ED. I'll give you it. Sequest and then DSV. DSV, Deep Space... Vagina? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's what it stands for. Heaven is that what they mean when they say heavenly bodies? Uh Beth, who wore thirty-nine hats, forty-five pairs of shoes, and fifty-six pairs of earrings as the title character in the movie Evita? Madonna. Beth, that is absolutely correct. I know. <laughs> <laughs> don't cry for me, Argentina. Okay. My name is DJ. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well don't Okay. My name's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Jeff. <laughs> How dare you. Uh, uh, what beverage yes. was snapped open often in Seinfeld and sleepless in Seattle? Snapple? I don't know. Yep. <laughs> what a weird question. <laughs> that was correct. Like, what kind of iced tea bev were they sipping on over there in Seattle? Beth, what a word was coined to describe lemonade and cider beverages spiked with alcohol. Whoever coined this word must be dead. (laughs) Is it that old? It just is such a terrible, dumb word that as soon as someone said it, the fact that the person that said it wasn't immediately exiled is amazing. Read the question again. You'll never get it, but... uh, You don't know. (laughs) I know. What A word was coined to describe lemonade and cider beverages spiked with alcohol? An A word. I'll give you a hint. Alkalade. That's actually not too far off, but it's what uh, it's what them damn Yanks would call soda or Coke. Pop. Yes. So what have you already said that I said was close? Alka Pop? Alka Pop is right. <laughs> Told you I get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got it. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. What N-word did journalists conjure up for the domestic scandal that caused Zoe Baird and Kimba Wood their Clinton appointments? Non-negotiable negotiations. No. I don't know. It's somebody that watches your kids. Nanny Cam, the Close. movie. Nanny Gate. Yep. Is it really? Yep. <laughs> That's so funny because that's the second N-word question that we've had where they're like, what N-word? And everyone goes, my butt. (laughs) It's puckered all the way. Beth, what political alliance? These are a lot of political questions. What political Mm -hmm. alliance was 45 years old before engaging in its first military action, an air skirmish over Bosnia? I don't expect you to get this because I know this word, but I don't know what it means. Well, does that mean you can't give me any clues? How about this? I will look up what it means, and I'll tell you exactly what it means and see if you can get it. Okay. North Atlantic Treaty Organization. NATO. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, never, couldn't even imagine. I know the word, but that's the first time I've ever even attempted to know what it meant. <laughs> Did that question start with what N-word? <laughs> what N-word? <laughs> Who went to Wimbledon to watch her Prince of the... Blah, let me start this over. Meghan Markle. No. Who went to Wimbledon to watch... Prince of Tie Breaks, Andre Agassi. Is it a model? It is not. Is it Giselle Bouchon? It is not. <laughs> uh, is it an actress? Is it a woman? Yeah, it is an actress and a woman. Is it Elizabeth Taylor? No. She's also a singer. Is it Mariah Carey? It is not. Is it Jenny from the Block? No. Is it... Older. Older. Is it Madonna? It is not. Older. Older. Is it... Uh, oh, uh, what's her face? Uh, what's her Correct. Fa- over the, <laughs> thank you. No. Over the rainbows, no. kid. What's her name? No. Liza Minnelli. Yeah. Incorrect. God dang it. Older Minnelli. They might be on the same, uh, age range, Minnelli and this person. Lucille Ball. Incorrect. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Is she a singer? <laughs> I don't have anything that says she's not a singer, so. Yeah, you don't. That's correct. Maybe she's on the masked singer. Maybe she's on the masked singer. Uh, Think Broadway. Uh, make them laugh. No. Make them laugh. Don't you know everyone likes to laugh? I don't know if she was in A Star is Born. Oh, Barbara Streisand. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. She's a real funny girl, that one. That's what I should have said. Beth, what, or sorry, who passed Eric Hayden to become the most decorated U.S. Winter Olympian ever? I'll give you a hint. It's a woman you've most likely never heard of. Okay, that's a good hint. Her initials are BB. BB. And again, she passed Eric Hinden to become the most decorated U.S. Winter Olympian ever. Beverly. Beverly is not correct. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brooke. No. Brandy. No. 
Awesome brandy, <laughs> you're a fine girl. All the, the initials are B B. That you want, such a fine girl. No, I don't. Big no. boy. Mm-hmm, yep, big boy. Got it. What's the first name? Bonnie. I have no idea. Bonnie Blair. Come on, how did you not know Bonnie you Blair? I never heard of her. The most decorated <laughs> Is that it? Do you yep. have one more? Nope, that's it. Well, there you have it, folks. That's Inner Circle Podcast Network <laughs> at gmail.com. Ask about Joe's uh, album, please. So if he doesn't a, send it to you, by the way, email us and I'll send it to you. Is this a self made album or. I don't know. I didn't does ask. Does he have a producer? I don't know. Did the homie Kaz drop in on this they are supposedly they made uh if you listen to his uh last episode well as of this recording uh apparently the beat that's at the front of it is going to be for like the inner circle rap that they made okay and that beat is so good but like what inner circle rap do they all jump on the track i don't know so far all i know is at least joe b and kaz are a part of it i don't know who else is i just know that i'm excited to hear it uh because who knows? Maybe this will lead to another album. Maybe there will be a civilized creatures inner circle rap <laughs> battle. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that'll be the next uh, show idea. Like who's gonna get in front of that? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Randy got them. I mean, <laughs> if you yeah, if you want me to make a complete ass of myself, I can make everyone go. Oh no, that's why you don't do that, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> We're going to have to kick you out. Uh-oh. Uh You getting phone calls now? No. Getting some important things happening? No. No, I'm not. Sorry, I just saw that I missed uh, Todd's Oh, did he try call. to face chat you again? No, I just, if he's listening, I wanted to remind him that. Sorry about it. Sorry about it, man. All right, Beth. Uh... What are we doing today? Are we recommending some stuff? What are we recommending? I mean, if you want to. How about you recommend something for once in your life? Can't. What do you? I don't like anything. <laughs> Besides our super amazing fun podcast, what was the last show you listened to? Independent uh, or big, doesn't matter. The last one I can remember is uh, the Pat Down with Miss Pat. Okay, you should talk about that a little bit because you love that show. I haven't uh, listened to it. Yes, I do. I love that show because she is hilarious. Because um, she just, I don't know, like it's her, uh, Miss Pat, who is a comedian. And then um, she has two other people on her show that I can't remember their names right now. But one of them is a white guy and one of them is a black guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, like... So they just talk about like different stories that like she's been through a lot of crazy stuff in mm-hmm. her life, which is really interesting. Um, but she comes at it in a, a comedian, like a comedian, like funny way or whatever. Like she's not sitting there like hating on stuff. She's just like, this is what happened and this is the humor in it. Yeah. So there's that. And then also like, I don't know, they talk about like different kinds of racial issues, which I think it's interesting because, um, I don't know, being biracial, sometimes I don't get the black aspect of it, of certain things. So, like, sometimes the white guy on that show will ask her something, uh, and then she'll (laughs) respond, like, in a funny way. But also, like, she'll bring her daughter in there, and then they'll go through why something could or could not be 
um, perceived as racist. So I don't know. I think it's really interesting. And it's freaking hilarious because she always says funny words like suspiciously. Dude. <laughs> which she means suspicious. I like. I feel like if her, I I feel like I think she was on the church of what's happening now with Joey Diaz. But I feel like her and Joey being in the same room at the same time would uh, there would be it would be as if a nuclear bomb exploded. Like mm-hmm. I don't think anyone could handle. Like did we talk about it last week? How when uh, Joe. Joey Diaz was on uh, the Honeydew with Ryan Sickler. I don't know. He was like, <laughs> he was like, they were talking about like, he's like, Ryan was asking him, he's like, do you watch any like TV shows or anything? He's like, uh, I heard of this, this Maniscalco, Manda, uh, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, the Mandalorian? He's like, yeah, 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 I don't care. <laughs> like, I love that, that he so doesn't care. He's like, it started with an M. The only M I know is Maniscalco. It's the Maniscalco. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's hilarious to me still that, like, whenever uh, Donnell Rawlings was on <laughs> Joe Rogan's podcast, he was saying that uh, Joey Diaz announced his name and he was like, live, coming to the stage is Rondell Dawlings. <laughs> uh, it's so funny because now you and I just call, like, whenever I am te- about to tell you a story about Donnell, I'll be like, Rondell Dawlings was telling this story. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's so much that sometimes I forget what his real name is. I'm like, wait. <laughs> Wait, Rondell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Donnell. Donnell. <laughs> Which I still, I have so many podcasts to listen to, and I real, I love because Donnell was just on with Bert again, and I love Donnell Rawling so much. But I just, I feel like I should get in on his show now because I think mm. he's only like eleven episodes deep. Oh but yeah. But I don't. I just have so many shows to listen to. I know. Uh, and we're going to continue with the not indie style recommendations because I listened to a little podcast called the H3 podcast and it had oh, your was it boy, a little podcast, little podcast saying their little words, a small with their little production, small faces. Uh, and they had the Papa on, uh, Papa John himself, Paul, oh, word. Paul, John Schmatter. Yeah. <laughs> like I saw something on Twitter. I don't know. I don't know, but I guess he said that he didn't really eat 30 pizzas in 40 days or no. something. I'm like, okay, so now you're just a liar. Uh, he had 30 pizzas delivered in 30 day or 40 days or whatever. Listen to the episode. No. He explained. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him. He looks sweaty and crazy. <laughs> I will say it, it's funny because you think of him as like, you know, the only reason you know of him, you're like, oh, I heard about him because he said the N-word. Like, no one really paid attention, I don't think, to Papa John really uh, too in-depth before that. And, uh, like, hearing him talk, I will say, like, you forget, you're like, oh, yeah, he did build that from nothing. Like, he's not an idiot. Uh, He might say dumb things, but he does have some understanding of some things like but how crazy is it that you work so hard to build an empire like that and then something so like it's not small but like you a did word. something yeah you <laughs> used a word that you shouldn't be using and that like tore it all the way from you so not to spoil the whole thing but i will say that like the way that he explains it like the the phone call whenever apparently there was a phone call that was recorded that shouldn't have been recorded and they don't have the recording yet, but supposedly they will. But the way he tells the story is that, by the way, the way that he said it is still not great. Because he was like... He, <laughs> well, I shouldn't have been caught because the phone call <laughs> shouldn't have been recorded. 
Well, the way—that's the only reason that's bad. Not because I said something terrible. All right, so I'm definitely doing a bad job of explaining this. That's everyone, what it sounds like to me. <laughs> everyone should listen to the episode, but uh, guilty. He so do, okay. What is a supplementary word we could use for the N word? A remote control. Okay, remember a long time ago when we were at uh, our buddy's house and he had this. I don't know that the guy was necessarily a missionary, but he was a guy that. Uh, worked with inner city kids no. and he was like no nah, i don't ever instead of saying like re, you know you're not allowed to say remote most people would just say the r word this right. guy was like now nah, i never say the remote word but uh i don't find that and you're just like jesus this guy yeah. just said it and like, why did he feel the need to say that i don't know yeah because no weird. one was thinking that he was a racist like <laughs> yeah it was, like oh i'm here and i'm not a fan of you saying that <laughs> I don't know how I just explained that make, makes sense, but like that is the same context of how Papa John explained it. Of he's like, uh, he's supposedly he was trying to be like, well, C- 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 Colonel Sanders said that word, and I don't, you know, I, he, basically saying like he said all this stuff, and I don't think we should be a part of that or something. I don't know. Just listen to the episode. Okay. I'm not, I'm, I feel like I'm now defending him, and that's not the case. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I could, I would defend that garlic butter sauce, but that's it. I just, I will, the, what I will defend is that was a very interesting, it was one of the most shockingly interesting episodes of a podcast I've heard in a long time because I was like, I did. I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but it was uh, not what you thought. It was not what I thought. It was very. It was interesting, um, especially to hear a man ruined. Uh, which, P.S. If you listen to the end, he is so far from ruined, it is unbelievable. <laughs> oh, because he's still getting proceeds, <laughs> even if he doesn't have to do anything <laughs> besides sit home now and eat forty pizzas. Let's just say he sold a lot of stock. So much stock. He sold it yes. because of this, or yes, because it was suppo- he says that the stock is inflated right now, and he's like, "I just I have so did these- he get a Martha Stewart tip? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if he just admitted to something <laughs> on that podcast, but he doesn't seem to be in jail yet. And that was like last Wednesday, I think, or Thursday that I episode mean, came out. Maybe not. Like, maybe they just went up, but I don't know why they would go up <laughs> being a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone finds that as interesting as I do, but I just also to hear his idea of what the best pizza is, is also pretty interesting as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, his, I'm sure his story is interesting. Racist. Uh, yeah, no. That's what I was actually thinking. I'm <laughs> saying. He could be. He, he at least attempts to make the case that he's not, but who knows? Who's to know? Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that you could or couldn't know, know this. If you go to Cullah.com, C-U-L-L-A-H.com slash 2020, you can fund a man's dreams. His dreams to put it, what? Uh, did you see that uh, Cullah was on the news the other day? Yes, I think I retweeted that. You probably did. Like, it was pretty cool. Like, he was on his local news uh, promoting, like, him being at a music festival. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like... So you put out an album every year. What's that even like? It's <laughs> like playing. He's like, it's great. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, 
it's I, cool. You can never do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think about your life right now. You're interviewing me. Doing, 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 doing. So I don't know, but I think that's really cool. Uh, but yeah, if you go to color.com slash 2020, you can fund the world tour slash new album, Cultivation. And I think you should at least give the old stuff a listen. See if you want to be a part of the new stuff. Yeah, it's out there. Whether you want to donate to it, fund it, whatever, back it, you can. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. No yeah. press. Also, we got our Cash Lansky uh uh, record in the Single, mail today. Yes, it just came in today. We were like in the middle of cleaning, so we haven't listened to it yet. But mm, 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 mm. yeah, like it's <laughs> super cool though because it's shaped like a fist, and I don't think I've ever seen a a record that wasn't just circle. Yeah, I think uh, if you follow us on Twitter, maybe I'll put it on Instagram too. But I'm gonna put some pictures of that uh, that record, and uh, also shout out to Val Jing. We are doing that giraffe puzzle you sent to us. And by we, he means me. I'm watching Beth struggle to learn French as she goes. Yeah. Like it's, I think it's, it's French. A, it looks like it is, yeah. Like, it's super cute, but it, it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Because I'm like, oh, it's only 300 pieces. But a lot of them are just, like, white pieces, which w- that's how the border was. And then the inside is, like... The giraffe wasn't so hard. I said giraffe with the T. The giraffe wasn't that hard, but like putting the rest of the border with the white pieces and then the French words, I'm like, oh, this is going to take forever, but I love it. And if you're wondering what she's talking about, check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, we'll post some pictures. At Untrained iPod for both of those. E-Y-E-P-O-D. We're also on Facebook, but don't even worry about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't even trip, bro. So I think that's it, Beth, for the episode. Is there anything else? I feel like I missed something, but yeah, there's always next week. Who's to know? Hey, be nice to people out there. Yeah, <laughs> that's what, that's what I want you all to do. Go be nice to someone, cause Jesus, Louis, us be understanding, be loving. Hey, that's about what's happening. <laughs> it is. It's legit. Ah. Uh, All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We will see you next Tuesday. See ya. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. We need to go back to this. I've had some uh, verdicts that I haven't liked in my life. Yeah, that was a freaking cherry that we didn't know we could pick. I love that this idiot said that. (laughs) I've had a few verdicts that I didn't like. Oh, you pray tell, sir. Like what? Yeah. (laughs) Was it the not guilty verdict? Because that one was pretty cool for you.